Super Talk Mississippi media production. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty with you. I'm in the First Bank Studio here in Hattiesburg. My partner Kelly Sander is in Sandersville. He's at Bocoma Casino. We're going to be talking uh, to Ryan Griffin of Bocoma a little later in the show. Always glad to have the Eagle Hour up at the sports book at Bocoma, and we really do appreciate them uh, inviting us back up again today. So we'll look forward to that, but uh, first up, and we've been looking forward to this all week, we've got Southern Miss basketball coach Jay Ladner with us, and the coach, uh, always a pleasure to have you on the show. You're always making yourself available, and we appreciate that. Uh, of course, Bob, y'all do a great job. Love the show personally, myself, listen to it all the time, and uh, honored for y'all to have me on. I love talking Southern Miss basketball. All right, Coach, I'd like to go back to the tournament in Montana, if you don't mind, for for just a minute or two, because that was I got to follow that pretty closely. I thought the guys played really well, uh, and certainly you won the first two games in the tournament. And in the Montana game, uh, you know they got you there in the end. But Coach, my observation as a fan was that maybe in that game, being away from home all those days, three games in a row, when I understand that Montana had actually gotten a forfeit. Only played one game. Uh, did was what I saw late in that game. Perhaps just a little fatigue on the part of your players. Well, uh, Bob, you know one thing that we try to teach. Uh, I, I think kids today are raised differently, probably than you and I and Kelly right. were. Uh, and of course, you know, I know at my house there are no excuses, you know. And so we we want to try to teach our guys, no matter. Uh, the way life is, you know, hey, we're not going to make any excuses and so forth. But but to put the facts out there, of course, we've been up there for, uh, you know, uh, really we're there for five days. And, and and not to not that it was Montana's fault, but the University of North Carolina Wilmington on the day following uh, our game um, uh, uh, pulled out of the tournament, had a few guys sick and uh, decided that they were not going to continue the tournament. Well, that, of course, had a, a, a negative effect on, uh, of course, Montana wasn't able to play that game. They forfeited to Montana. But the negative effect was really us because we, of course, played Montana the following night. So, therefore, Montana didn't – they're there at home already, and then they didn't have to play. They played a game, set a night, and then played a game. Of course, we had a very tough game the following night. Uh, with a really good San Diego team, and uh, you know, and so they had a day of preparation, and so forth, and then, then of course, as we got to the third game, and there was never any question that we were going to play the game. We were going to play. Uh, if we'd have played, if we'd have had five players, we were going. That's the way Southern Miss is going to do it. But anyway, we were going to go play the game, and and of course, the the following night, uh, early in the game, Tay Hardy gets uh, you know dislocates his shoulder, and he he's out, and then Mo Arnold. Uh, uh, turns his ankle so we had kind of a plethora of deals you know going right, on and right. I, I do feel i do feel like that had they let me just put it this way whether we'd have won the game or not i guess remain to be seen but uh, i certainly think that anybody would agree if we'd have had hardy and uh, we would have had mo arnold 
even the fact that we had played three straight nights and had been there for five nights, I think it would have given us a much better chance. I'll just put it that way, and that way it doesn't sound like we're, no we, we're, we're I, making I th- an excuse. No, I think that's absolutely fair. That was an odd injury that Tay Hardy um, yeah. suffered. Uh, talk a little bit about that, and how is he, Coach? Well, he, we were very, we, we really felt like at the time, I'd kind of give you a brief scenario. He and they had a big, uh, strong 6'9 post player, and they were, uh, Tay was blocking him out. And the young, uh, in basketball, they teach a swim move. And he, both guys had their arms extended, fighting for rebounding position. And the, the, the Montana kid, uh, pulled his arm down in a swimming motion, and, and then it, and it popped Tay's shoulder out of joint and, uh, out of socket. And, uh, uh, of course, went down in a lot of pain, and uh, they got him off the side and, and took him to the back. And it actually, they said it took three a, a doctor there and our two of our train or a doctor and two trainers, one of them being ours, to put it back into hmm. uh, in into place back in the back. Well, when he came back out, of course, he'd put his warm up top on to stay warm. And he said, Coach, I'm, I'm ready to go. I said, well, All right, well, if you're ready, let's get your warm up top off. Well, as soon as he took his warm up top, back off it popped back out but that that time of course we knew that he may have a more serious injury well we were really worried and our training staff was really worried that it may be something that was season ending of course he we immediately got him to the doctor first thing monday morning and and they didn't think that it was anything permanently damaged and it just needed a little bit of rehab so of course sit him out this week of course missed last night's game he'll miss this weekend uh up at southern illinois and then fortunately we have uh, finals week next week where we don't have a game so he should be ready to go all things uh continue to progress like they have the the Loyola New Orleans game on December the 11th so yeah we're it, it, not great news that we lost him in the short term in fact it's hurt us but in the long term it, it's not as bad as we we initially thought all right before we get to the South Al game let's get Kelly in here coach Kelly any thoughts uh questions you might have about Tay Hardy or the tournament out in Montana no, I thought I thought the fact that the San Diego game was was a really good, good plus, uh, you know, for, as an outsider looking in the way the Eagles fought back and and pulled that game out at the end. You know, the, you always hear that that phrase, coach, that they have to you know learn how to win. I thought your kids responded really well against a, a decent San Diego team and 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 won that game. Well, I, I you know I was you're, you're making a great point, Kelly, and learning how to win. You know. Uh, winning, winning, of course, is a habit. Unfortunately, so is losing. And and some teams, when they 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 lost, uh, you know, coming off of a losing season, they'll they'll have that in the back of their mind. You know, can we win? Or sometimes they'll find a way to lose. And and that was a game I thought we made we we matured and we found a way to win. We hit some some big shots. We got some uh, a number of key defensive stops. Took care of the ball. Executed well down the stretch. So I was, I was very proud of our team against against a San Diego team that had gone to Cal and beaten Cal at Cal. Right. This is it was a it was a good quality win for us for sure and uh but no i i thought that actually in overall in the tournament of course disappointed we didn't win it and finish the deal against montana but i i thought that that our team played really well and i and i think now this the the whole deal with southern miss sports against south al it's almost <laughs> like south al has got a witch doctor over a big bubbling pot, you know that they just. They just Kelly, we got to yeah. change that. We've got to change that. So, as, as I told our guys last night, it was unacceptable last night. I know you want to maybe talk about that separately, but we we weren't happy with last night's game. 
Well, when you look at some of the numbers, though, you turnover numbers were almost dead even. Rebound, yeah. you know, you only got out rebounded by a couple. You know, there's certainly nothing there. But the well, shooting percentage, and look, South Al shot the lights out of the ball last night. They the shot nearly 60%. And I mean, you can't, you can't, and I know what you're saying, coach, it's unacceptable, but you can't. I mean, when they're shooting sixty percent, how do you defend that? I mean, for having well, sex. certain that, and of course, that's our that's that was our worst defensive outing of the year. We we've uh, we, we've actually defended really really well and held most of our opponents under forty percent, which is our team goal. And uh, but it got away from us last night, and it got away from us from the start. And um, of course, like I said, no excuse, but not having Tay out there, we had we had a, I thought a little bit of. Uh, we've got a number of guys fighting. There's a, they, of course, we mentioned North Carolina Wilmington while they were up there, had it kind of ravaged through their team, kind of the flu slash um, uh, crud, you know, not only right. through our team, but even our coaching staff have come down with it. So a lot of guys, and I think, uh, and I, this is my, my deal with our players, I, I felt like maybe we went in there kind of feeling well. I don't feel real, real well. We're not feeling, kind of feeling sorry for ourselves and maybe expecting somebody else. Nobody's going to feel sorry for Southern Miss in particular <laughs> South Alabama. And, uh, and, and, and they, they didn't. And, and I thought the start of the game, our very poor start, uh, uh, well, we, we didn't, we, we struggled on both ends of the floor. Uh, and I, I have to take responsibility that I want to be very clear about that. Uh, but we had a very poor start on both ends. And, and of course, from that point forward, you know, I, then we kind of settled down and started playing a little bit. But we were playing from so far behind, it was it was difficult. And uh, uh, anyway, but we, we, did not, we didn't play well, and there's no way to candy coat it. All right, well, Coach, that's the line of the week. No one's going to feel sorry for Southern Miss, especially South Al. I think <laughs> I think that ought to be written somewhere. And, uh, and left. they haven't felt sorry but, for us in any sport, have they, Coach? No, and Bob, we got to change that though. That you know, we we all know how it's supposed to be, right. and it's supposed to be the other way around. And uh, and I know I'm speaking for all sports. And uh, but I, I do I do feel like uh, football, and of course baseball and basketball, that 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 tide is going to turn back the way it's supposed to be very soon. All right, Coach, you got a few minutes. You can hang around with us more. Sure. I'll All right, we're talking more. to head basketball sure. coach Jay Ladner. Kelly's at Bokoma Casino in Sandersville. The one and only Ryan Griffin is going to join Kelly up there. That's always fun uh, to be at Bokoma. And Kelly, uh, real quickly, have you won any money yet? No, I haven't. But I'm, but I'm looking over some of these odds in, in football uh, tonight. You know, the Saints are playing the Cowboys, so we can talk a little bit about that. And some of the other ones that just, you know, the odds stink to high heaven on some of these games. It might be too good to be true. We'll see, but we'll uh, we'll be live from Bocoma here a little bit later on. More with basketball coach Jay Ladner right after this short break. Stay with us. Hey, I want to thank Dickie's Barbecue for their sponsorship of the Eagle Hour. They sponsor the first segment every day, and there's a great place to call right now. 
for Christmas catering. They can cater your Christmas meal no matter the size of your event. Uh, make sure you give Dickies a call. We know that you're going to enjoy what they can offer. Also, our good friends down at Campus Bookmart are loaded to the gills with uh, Christmas gift ideas, all with that Southern Miss logo on it. So if there's a Golden Eagle on your list, then obviously uh, you've got to make a trip to a Campus Bookmart. Do some shopping there and then go down and have lunch and talk to them about the catering at Dickie's Barbecue. Great supporters of our program and people that we appreciate very much. I'll tell you somebody else we like a lot and appreciate very much is the head basketball coach, Jay Ladner. He continues his conversation with us. Coach, for, just from a, a spectator and fan standpoint, looking at the team this year, here's something that I see, and you tell me if I'm wrong, but much more presence in the paint. Big guys that are getting you a lot of offensive rebounds and uh, just, uh, just a better inside game, it seems to me, than, than what you've had the last couple of years. I don't think there's any question about that, uh, Bob. With, of course, we, that was an area that we needed to address in recruiting. Uh, of course, Isaiah Moore, 6'10", he gives us a, an ability to score in there. And uh, uh, Tyler Stevenson, who, who fought, uh, I think he kind of started this flu thing a couple weeks ago at TCU uh, on our team. He, uh, but he's, he's recovering now. He's beginning, I think, to really start rounding into form. He's been really, I think, solid for us the last couple of games. And uh, DeAndre Pinckney gives us a, a 6'9", you know, presence in there. So I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. We're, we're, we're much, much better uh, in, the, in the paint than we were. And, and of course, our statistics uh, so far through eight games are showing that as well. And that makes a big difference, and especially because I think I think our perimeter shooting, although we have some good perimeter shooters, we've been we've been in a little slightly inconsistent out there, and we need to get better there, more consistent. And so, of course, if we're not hitting the outside shot, we do have the ability to score inside, and that's been a you know a, a plus for us. I know in that ESPN game against Montana, the announcer made numbers a number of references to your big guys and your ability to offensive rebound. And how effective you were at doing that. So that down the road all year, that's that's going to pay dividends, I think. It's it's got to, and and of course, on nights that we're not shooting the ball as well from outside, that's going to be a, at a premium. And um, you've got to be able to go get second and third shots and give yourself some more opportunities. That's like if you can think of it like this, you know, if, if, every time you get an offensive rebound, that's an extra possession. So of course, you want to limit the other team's offense. That's why why uh, offensive possessions. That's why. Uh, rebounding the basketball defensively so important, and then of course on the offensive end, it gives you it gives you an extra, uh, you know, a possession. It's like okay, all right, well here if you could get eight offensive rebounds and or maybe be plus eight in the offensive rebound category, that's eight extra possessions that you have, which over the course of most games that can be your margin of error. I mean, your margin of, uh, of victory mm-hmm. or defeat is somewhere in there. All right, Kelly. Yeah, I want to go back to Zay Moore just a second, Coach. Five for six from the field in the first half. He wound up with 12 points. Especially remarkable because of the fact that he was really sick last night in that game. Hooked up to IVs. Kind of tell us more about that and that performance considering the shape he was in. Yeah, and and uh, to be honest with you, there were you know a number of other players, and and uh, frankly, it's ravaged our team, uh, uh, and and not just our team. I think you're you're seeing a lot of football teams, basketball teams getting hit uh, by the, uh, and I say crud slash uh, flu, uh, whatever that is, but. Jaron uh, Pierre, Rashad Bolden, and and Isaiah Moore were all 
uh, on IV, just I mean, literally up to the time that the bus left yesterday to head to Mobile, and uh, just trying to get them up to speed where we could try to get through that game. Of course, we we going into the game knew knew we were shorthanded without Tay Hardy. Knew we had a number of guys sick. Now we have a number of coaches. Our, a lot of our coaches have been sick too. Our staff coaches, and so anyway, going in, we said, you know, if we can just hang in there and hang in there, hang in there, let's try to win one at the end. Of course, to South Alabama's credit, they came out. And, 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 and smacked us pretty good in the mouth and, and, and got, you know, jumped to a pretty big lead on us and, uh, kind of, kind of threw our game plan out of the, uh, out, out of, out of outdoors, so to speak, and had to kind of rethink things. But, uh, I was back on Isaiah and the other guys. I was proud of the fact that they, uh, that they, that they put, they went in there and they tried. They gave everything that they had and really weren't feeling, you know, 100%. But on the other hand, uh, Kelly, over the course of a basketball season, you've been around this a long time. You know, right. basketball season runs from November through March, five months. You're going to have those type of things, sickness, and uh, you're going to have injuries and so forth. And it's you've got to it's got to be a next man up mentality. But uh, I was very proud. I, I know, of course, the way the game went. You know, it, it, it's you, you're uh, very hesitant about getting on the radio or on y'all show, going, yeah, you know. We weren't 100%, blah, blah, blah. Because, again, of course, back to what I was saying earlier, that sounds like you're making excuses. But I was very proud, of, and, and we're not doing that, but I was very proud of the fact that those guys showed some, I thought, some toughness and character and tried to fight through it the best they could. Yeah, Tyler Stevenson had 18 points to lead the Eagles. Napper had 16 points total, but 14 in the second half. There's one statistic that kind of jumps off the page to me, Coach Ladner, and that's, um, like I said, the turnover battle was about equal. You had 16 turnovers, which that's about average for a game. It's, it's more than you'd like to have, yeah. but it's not anything right. necessarily yeah, alarming. More, you're right. Yeah, we like yeah. to be in the low teens. Yeah, right. Right. So 16 wasn't bad, but, but South Al connected 27 points off of those turnovers. Um, that that had to be a little bit. Cons- so what do you? How do you defend that? What do you do to, well, to change well, those, that? Well, those most the ones that you're talking about, uh, you know, had to do, and that that's that that to be frank with you, I, that's really kind of what opened the game up earlier. I thought yeah. we had a number of uh, live turnovers where the basketball maybe we made a pass got deflected. For instance, first possession of the game, first yeah. possession of the game, we we uh, Tyler Stevens we run a little pattern. He he's he's it worked everything. The execution's great, perfect, uh, wide open underneath, and uh, Jerron throws the ball gets deflected uh, instead of completing the pass. They steal it, run to the other end and dunk it. Those it yeah. that's a live turnover, that a turnover that leads directly to a basket. And there were so many of our turnovers, uh, as compared to theirs, uh, that that led directly to baskets, and uh, and then that 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 kills you over the course of the game. And you know, you you mentioned, and of course, you're a student looking at the the, the stat sheet. Yeah, there were. If you just looked at the stat sheet and you went, "Gosh, we're rebounding," and of course, there would be two things that stood out at you. And you've already mentioned the other, which is their their shooting percentage, but also, right. but all the other all the other areas of the game were even. You know, yeah. and uh, then of course you look at the live turnovers or the points off turnovers, and uh, that was a huge difference in the game last night. We our, our our turnovers, which of course too many of them, but our turnovers led directly to points and 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 had a lot to do with them opening up that early lead. Now, coach, I guess it's safe to say that the flu is scared of spoon, though, right? The spoon does not get the flu. <laughs> 
Superman. No, spoon, 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 so big and tough. No, that the, the the flu nor any any other ailment wants to touch him. He's uh he's he's made made of made of of iron. Uh, and I, it's it's great to have him coach Spoon no on our staff. And you know, uh, you know, it's funny when we we were in uh, uh, Montana, the coach from San Diego who that we had we played. He and I were talking uh, after the game and visiting and, and kind of exchanging ideas and so forth. He was coach, what you know, y'all did this? I really like this, and you know we we're just exchanging strategies and talking a little basketball. And uh, and I said, coach, I said you don't talk like you're from California. I said, where are you from? He goes, he's coach. I'm from Mobile. And uh, I said, really? He said, and, and listen, he said, this, tonight's been a big thrill. He said, he said, when I was a kid, he said, y'all would come down and play at the, the we used to play, South Al used to play in the Mobile Civic Center, if y'all remember. Right. And uh, of yeah. course, we played them forever. And, and, and his dad, he said, my dad would always tell me, hey, Coach, Clarence Weatherspoon's coming down tonight. We're going to watch <laughs> South Al play Southern Miss. And of course, he got a chance to meet, not right after we were talking, Spoon came out and came over and, and I was able to introduce him to him. It was a big thrill. So, I mean, we're out in Montana, and the coach from San Diego thought that, that his, his thrill of his night was he got a chance to meet Spoon. So, it's great to have a, uh, you know, Spoon on our side. And, of course, he's the most decorated uh, player in, in our history. But and, and as Coach Tim Floyd told me a couple weeks ago, we need to get us another Spoon. So, That's we're right. We can take a couple. Another Spoon All right, right there. Amen. A couple of them. All right. I know you're back on the road tomorrow, Coach. Good luck to you this weekend. And uh, a million yeah. thanks for coming on the show today. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank y'all for having me, Bob. Kelly, always good talking to y'all, and I, I appreciate the, y'all's coverage, okay? All right. Head basketball coach Shay Ladner, everybody. Great guy, Kelly Sander. This year, We were talking, you and I, before we come on the show, how some coaches are so open and accessible and others aren't. Uh, this is a man that's always accessible. And, and really, when you peel back the onion here, I mean, you know, how many people knew about that? And I know he, he wasn't making excuses. Right. But, I mean, just in a logical sense, if you're going to war – with only half of your weapons, it's going to be tough to win and at the Division One level. And I don't care who you're playing. Against a good team. Um, yeah, and, and then there, there will be times when Southern Miss will, have, will be fully manned and somebody else might not be. So it, it all comes out in the wash. And I know you look at a 30-point defeat, 85-55, to 55, and say, you know, mercy sakes. But um, they'll go up to, to Carbondale, Illinois, for a Saturday night game, I think, that starts at 8 o'clock. It's a really wow. late start on Saturday. So let's hope they can uh, beat the Salukis who go into that game 4-3, four and three, Southern Miss 4-4 four and four on the year. All right. Bocoma Casino's up next. Ryan Griffin from the casino is going to join Kelly and the guys. Uh, always fun when we're in Sandersville, and that's where we're going to be when we come right back. To the top. And we welcome you back to the First Bank Studio here in Hattiesburg. Bob Getty here in the studio. Kelly Sander, my buddy, down at the Bocoma Casino in Sandersville. Going there in just a moment. Quickly want to thank our good buds at 4th Street Bar and Grill. I guarantee you they'll have the big games on the TV all weekend long. They'll have the Saints on tonight. Saints and them Cowboys. That ought to be a good one. And a great food, uh, adult uh, beverages uh, galore, pool, darts, all sorts of great reasons 
to go to Four Street Bar and Grill. But I tell you what, where Kelly's at right now, he's at Bocoma Casino in Sandersville. We've got our good buddy Ryan Griffin with us. And uh, Ryan, welcome back to the Eagle Hour. I'm going to turn it over to you and the, and the Sandman. All right. Thanks for having me. Man, lots of things going on. Uh, right, we're out here under the canopy right in front of your hometown casino, the Bocoma right, casino. casino. And one of, the, one of the promotions going on in December actually starts tonight, Ryan. Tell us about the 10K Bounty. Santa's 10K Bounty starts tonight, uh, every Thursday and Friday, December 2nd through the 17th. So how, how, is, how does that work? Yeah. So, you know, you just come in and play your favorite games. Make, make sure you're using your uh, rewards card, your Bocoma Pro Resort rewards card. And um, we're going to start doing drawings every every hour from 6 to 10 p.m. Um, every other hour you can win free play, bonus bet, and every other hour you're going to win $200 in cash. So that and that's that starts every Thursday and Friday up through the week before Christmas, Starting right? Starting tonight, yep. Through the seventeenth. That's it. Now that's just one of the of, of the promotions going on uh, in in December, and we'll talk about some other things here in a minute. But the eleventh anniversary of the casino is coming up on December twentieth. December twentieth, and, right. and there's going to be all kinds of things around celebrations around the anniversary. Right, we're going to have you know T-shirts. First, I think 500 guests will get T-shirts, uh, so it'll be first come, first serve. We'll have uh, uh, snacks, hors d'oeuvres, cake, that kind of thing for our anniversary. And, of course, we're going to have a big drawing. Um, this one's going to be actually a, a free play. Uh, we're going to have a big wheel. Okay. To come out and be able to spin the wheel, and uh, you'll have a chance to win um, – no, hundred dollars to a thousand dollars in cash and bonus bet. Now, see, the cash and bonus bets are, are are incentives enough, but to me, the cake. The cake. <laughs> We're gonna have a nice cake. There's no doubt. What Plenty a surprise. Of cake. <laughs> <laughs> so I can have more than one piece. More than one piece. Is, yeah, just come on out. Now that's the eleventh. That's on the twentieth. That's on the twentieth. What time will that start? Um, a, Starts at four o'clock. Okay, so so you can make plans already on the twentieth to get yeah, here. Four to eight p.m. and there's going to be drawings every thirty minutes. Well, every thirty minutes, as opposed to every hour. That's right. on the eleventh anniversary. Doesn't 11th seem possible, does it? It's 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 coming quick. And know? in that eleven years, you've dealt with the tornado, you've dealt with COVID, <laughs> you've dealt with just about yeah. every, and you're still here. Still here, and you know it's uh, it's um. It's been amazing, you know, the, the community support, folks just, you know, enjoy it. It's a great time. Sportsbook's been a great addition. I think folks really enjoy being able to come up and make their sports bets and, and you know, just – you know, it's a, a, a nice place to relax and just have fun for a, a few hours. And and we're going to talk about sports betting in particular in our final segment today. There's some games as conference championships are coming up, including the conference USA title game involving Western Kentucky and UTSA. We're going to talk with Ryan in our fourth segment about that, the Big Ten championships, some other NFL numbers that maybe jump off the page to you, and how you can get involved in, in the sports gambling here at, at Bocoma Casino. But, uh, of course, Christmas right around the corner. But then just a week after, after Christmas, then comes New Year's Eve, and this is the place that people need to be, and they're going to regret it if they're not here on That's New right. Year's Eve. We're doing a, actually a $27,000 uh, cash giveaway, cash and bonus bet giveaway for New Year's Eve, so that's going to be December 30th through January 1st, so 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., um, Thursday through Saturday. $27,000. $27,000. We'll be doing drawings. Now, will there be any cake on New Year's Eve? There <laughs> probably won't be cake. Party I, favors. I, I won't care, I'm sure, on New Year's Eve at, at that point. But uh, but a big big celebration here. Big going. celebration. Lots of cash giveaways. Up to $1,000 in cash you can take home with you just in those drawings. 
um, through that whole weekend. So. And just just when we think we're getting through COVID, although you're still required for a mask, and they still check mask, you as you yeah. come in here to make sure check, yep. that, that everybody's uh, safe. Here comes Omicron now, or whatever the new the new variant. Whatever, yeah, it sounds like a transformer, but no. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Or, or something that would uh, tackle Spider Man. That's it. You know, Omicron. But uh, New Year's Eve, you want to make plans to be here as well. Party favors up until eleven o'clock. Right. Right. And then of course uh, things will be. The turning of the calendar, obviously, at midnight. Have a nice countdown, drawings, and, and you know, work on with some cash. How'd Thanksgiving go? With, went great. With, yeah, everything, you know, everything's been uh, really good. The Thanksgiving promo. Thanksgiving went well. Yeah. Um, both here and at, at Pearl River. So it's been a, a great a great month. Um, you know, we're leading into Christmas. So, you know, folks are going to be spending time with family, and, of course, they, they should. You know, need to get away. We're here, you know. Now, now, Santa's 10K Bounty, we talked about. Are there any other things in December that we need to let uh, let people know about? You know, we're going to have just our regular regular events, regular, you know, new slot machines. We've got Lucky's that is open, you know, for a quick meal. And, right. of course, sports book, sports betting is thriving through december no doubt yeah and and lucky's it's it's we need to mention that because you know a lot of places because of covid you know they just oh gosh food is literally a four-letter word but uh, they've taken all the precautions that that you can uh, actually eat while you're here there's soft drinks uh, available for you and uh, todd is todd's already refilled mine uh, a couple times so no reason um not to we come out refill with cup every time with Oh, is that right? That's right. Okay, a new cup every time. Now I'm fully vaccinated, but that's but that's good to know. How soon, uh, Ryan, will you guys start? Well, I'm sure you're already planning 2022. Anything that you can kind of give us a sneak peek as to what might be coming up in the spring? You're going to see more activities, more uh, entertainment. We're going to be ramping up more, more drawings, more giveaways. Uh, things are going to be more open and more fun in, in twenty twenty two. There's no doubt. And how how early have you guys been had been working on twenty twenty two? Probably going back to October, September. Oh yeah, somewhere. definitely. You know, it's been you know hard to be able to plan things because of uh, how things keep happening and, and coming up and right. trying to get prizes and, and, and giveaways and all that. But um, we've definitely been working on on some plans and hopefully you know you'll see some changes twenty in January, February. Where you're going to see some more entertainment and more activities. Now, in the fi- in the final segment, we're going to talk specifically about some some individual games. But I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, to educate folks again who might not be familiar with how the how the sports gambling process works here at Bocoma. First of all, everybody, if you're going to play here, should have your players card. Yes, all right, so that, so that you get all the credits that you deserve when you're you know using the facility. But then you also have a uh, specifically designed app for the sports gambling kind of take it from there exactly yes prrsports.com you can go on there and download the app um, see our all our lines you know from your comfort of your home figure out how you want to place your bets you can actually load your betting card then you come up to Pocoma, um go in and you can place your bets now of course your, your first initial bet you'll have to go in put some cash on your app right uh, just go visit the cage or the sports book and they'll take your money and you can load your your app and then you just play on that as long as you need to play on it. You know, win, lose, it's going to load up on, on your app. Then we also have uh, kiosks, which are available, and you can come in like an ATM machine, stand there and pick your games, pick your bet slip, and put your cash into the machine. And then we have um, these uh, terminals called uh, crystal betting terminals, which are I, I actually like a, a VIP experience where you sit, 
Nobody's messing with you. You can sit and pick the games you want to watch. You can actually sit there and watch your game, place your bets. You see your bets slip. You can switch back and forth to different games and, and just sit there and enjoy your, your own personal game if you want to do that as well. And, that, and all of that has kind of evolved because of COVID, too, to where you're by yourself. You're not necessarily around a bunch of people. Exactly. You know, it helps. It helps the- yeah, you know, cut down lines. Uh, yeah. So you have the opportunity to, to um, you know, stay a little more isolated if, if you choose to. And um, place your bets, and still, you know, have a good time. And then you get to go back home with your buddies, or, or watch the game here. And you know, and everybody can sit around and talk about, oh, this is what I had my money on. This is where I have my money, and see who can, you know, it makes the games more interesting, and more fun in general. But it is interesting to note, though, that that again, we talked. Ryan talked about downloading the app, but in order to place them, you have to be on the property here. That's that's what makes this exactly. this work, right? Now, I've got a question about this. Will the Thrill Tony has yeah. a question. All right, so you've got the sports book, and you've got all the other games. You've got the slots. You've got the table games and all this. How would you compare the level of game, level of participation between the slots and the table games and then the sports book? Would you say the sports book is a little more prevalent? I would say there is a lot of activity on game days that definitely that's in the sports book. Slots are king. Sure. In any casino. But, yes, there is a lot of activity. A lot of folks really enjoy coming in, you know, and, and placing those sports bets. It, it's just, you know, it makes that, that 2 a.m. game or 12 midnight game, you know, on the on the West Coast more fun. Because sure. now you want to stay up and watch the game. Especially if you've right. taken a beating during the day. <laughs> and want to yeah. try to recoup your money. Exactly. You've never been more happy to watch a University of Hawaii rainbow game. My goodness. <laughs> you've done it. I, I, I have. I have. And that, you know, they actually played about 8 o'clock the other night instead of in the middle of the night. Yeah. I was, I was happy to see that. Yeah. Never have, has anybody been on Hawaii unless they've dropped a couple of hundred during the day. And say, i, I got to get it back. You know, go Nothing rainbows. Says college football like the Hawaii rainbows boys <laughs> no wow it just puts fear in the hearts of in the hearts of offensive teams around the country all right Ryan Griffith is with us from Bocoma Casino we're going to talk about the big game tonight how about the Cowboys and the Saints got some conference championship games coming up this weekend a great opportunity for you to experience the sports book at Bocoma Casino more on the Eagle Hour from Bocoma right after this To the Eagle Hour. D1 and DBAT training here in Hattiesburg. They've got some great gift certificates for Christmas. We're going to hook up with Catherine uh, here in the next few days, hopefully, and uh, let you know exactly what you can buy for Christmas at D1 and D training. Uh, D1 and DBAT. Uh, D1 training and DBAT, excuse me, on Harley Street in Hattiesburg. Great sponsors of the Eagle Hour. As well as Bocoma Casino. We're so grateful that they have us down there as much as they do. And, Ryan, we want to thank you for that, uh, first of all. And talk to you here in this last segment. Uh, let's talk about some big games. And tonight, I think this is pretty exciting. The Cowboys and the Saints. Who do you like, Ryan Griffin? 
Let's see. Going at, the Saints are getting now seven, according to the bookmakers here at uh, at Bocoma. The Saints getting seven at home, Ryan. They say don't bet with your heart, but bet with your head. But I'm still going with the Saints. You're going to take the Saints. I'm in taking the, the Saints at home. They can't score. No, they I can't. Got to do it. I got to do it. They just can't score. I'm along with the news that Kamara's out this week. Yeah. You know. I, I can't see taking the same. And seven, I think you'd have to put it in a parlay or a teaser to where you'd get an extra point because that seven just reeks of a push. Yes. You know, so get seven and a half or six and a half or whatever so you get the advantage. The Saints are like Kelly at a nightclub, just can't score. Score. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> truer words were never spoken. Um, so with seven points, that, that reeks of a push to me. Well, I, but I, th- I mean, I want the Houdats. But I think I think I got to go with the Cowboys. Well, I, that's what you got to vote. I mean, you got to bet with yeah, your head. That's right. I, I'd like to bet the Saints, but and, and like I told Bob last week, I, I can't see betting on the Cowboys ever. No. That, that's just me. I don't have a. So you're sitting this one out. Well, I'm going to abstain on that. Okay. What about the 46 points over under on that one? The Saints can't score. Under, I got to under, 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 under way under. That might be your smart bet on uh, that one. Under for sure. But, again, if it sounds too good to be true, it might be. All right, let's go to Conference USA's championship game. It'll be staged at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio where the Roadrunners of <coughs> excuse me, of UTSA will host the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Bob Getty, the Hilltoppers on the road against a team that has lost just one game all year long are favored by three. Western Kentucky is favored by three. Give give me the Roadrunners in three points. The Roadrunners are going to win the game outright, and I, I think that's maybe the bet of the week. No doubt. Okay. Yeah. No I, doubt. I like that one, too. What about you, Will? The I, I agree. Now, I, what's the over-under on that game? 73. Mm. That's a lot of points. Yeah. Under. <laughs> I'm going under, and I'm taking the Roadrunners. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's the call. All right, the SEC title game, Georgia against Alabama. Get this, Alabama getting six points. Has Alabama ever gotten points no. in, in modern-day history? Mm-mm. No. Okay, no. so, Will, what do you do? I'm taking Georgia. <laughs> no, no. No, Ryan, really? you, Ryan you're, in, you're in the business. How do, you I, not, how do you ever say, I'm not going to take Alabama and points? I would. I, I don't know how you say that, actually. I can't make it come out of my mouth. No, it, just, it doesn't <laughs> so, compute. Uh, I, Alabama finds a way to win. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I, you know, 99% I, I, of the time. I, I totally get why Georgia is a six-point favorite. Absolutely. But Alabama is on – Georgia can't – they just can't – they can't beat Alabama. They can beat everybody else handily. But they just can't seem to get over that Alabama hump. I don't know, man. So I'm going to take Alabama and the points. It's Scoop. Alabama. <laughs> it's Alabama. Alabama. So, you, so you, you're taking the uh, tide, too, Bob? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, the Big Ten Championship has some interesting numbers. Michigan and Iowa. Uh, Michigan, a 10-point pick against Iowa, and I think that's a little low. Iowa's not very good right now. I, I would say Michigan and probably 16 and a half. Of course, yeah. the question would be is how does Michigan bounce back after what they did to Ohio State last weekend? Yeah. You know, did they come back down to earth and, and sputter a no. little bit? I don't well, think so. I, I think this is the year of Harbaugh. You really do? do? Okay, so you guys like I think Michigan uh, has it. You like Michigan. Yes. All right, giving up the points. All right, we talked about uh, the Saints game. Bob's uh, Washington football team getting a point and a half at Lost Wages. I mean Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ryan said it really well. Bet with your head and not your heart. <laughs> 
So never bet on the Washington football team. <laughs> Just don't <laughs> ever do it. They've won three in a row, haven't they? Well, yeah, but uh, you think I'm betting on them? Absolutely not. No. Okay, no. So, you, so no. you're taking the Raiders? Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I hate to oh, say Oh, two it, and a half yeah. points now. It's two and a half. The, no, the no. Football the, Ra- the Raiders will probably win by ten points. Okay. All right. And I then agree. The Bengals and the Chargers in Cincinnati. Uh, this is second of three straight home games for the Bengals. The Bengals giving up two and a half uh, on the sheet that I've got, and it is now three. It just moved to three. So the Bengals are giving up three at home. Will the thrill. What are you doing? I'm taking the Bengals. You are? Yeah. You're going to get Bengals on the points, Ryan? I like Bengals. They're pretty hot right now. Well, Absolutely. I'm on the bandwagon. I'm on the Bengals bandwagon, Kelly. Well, as I've said before, Bob, crack does not smoke itself. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 am, I, am taking, uh, I am taking the San Diego, well, San, Los Angeles you. Shame Chargers. Shame on you, Kelly Sanders. Shame I, well, on you. I just know and this that, coming from a Bengals fan. I know, but I just, I, just, fan. I just know them too well. But, uh, man, see, just the fun we've had in this five minutes is the fun you always have at the sports book. No question. Hey, Ryan, we always love coming up, man. Thanks, Thanks for having us up, Thank buddy. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Will. Yeah, man. All right, that's it from Bocoma Casino this afternoon. Until tomorrow at 1 o'clock, Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. To the top. Mississippi Media Production.